This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. Here's not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. These are my people. This is a land where my forefathers lie. These are my people. In brotherhood, we're heirs of a creed to live by. A creed that proclaims that by loved ones' blood stains. This is my land. And these are my people. These are my people. They were born on and lived by the land. These are my people. And their cities were raised by hard-working hands. And their faces do tell that they're holding on well to this their land. Yes, these are my people. These are my people. These are the ones who will reach for the stars. These are my people. By the light of the earth, you can tell they are ours. A new step to take and a new day will break for this my land. Yes, these are my people. These are my people. back. It is Saturday, the uh, 9th of September, in the year of our Lord, 2023. And this is what it all gets down to. You have an ascended populist movement in this country, a, a populist movement that is quite nationalistic, and it puts America first and American citizens first. It's not that we are um, um, isolationist or don't want to have any contact or interactions with the outside world. Far from it. Large majority of this uh, movement are made up of veterans, people who have served overseas in defense of their country and their countrymen and understand that we live in an interconnected world. That's not what this is about. And don't let anybody trash talk you that, oh, uh, you're xenophobes, far from it. But we understand for the world to be a uh, a safe and prosperous place, the United States must be safe and prosperous. 
and what the global elites have is not that they forgot it. They understand they understood how to game the system. So the system works for them at the detriment of everybody else. It's one of the reasons the power that uh, the simple power of the Johnny Cash song. And I want to thank uh, the team in Denver and, of course, our own team here at the War Room to uh, uh, for putting together the footage for the Trump rallies, and uh, which has really been extraordinary. Think about when they first started. People were like, wow, what is this? And now it's become a it's become a, a, a thing, um, a real event, because it shows an outpouring of not just uh, a love of a uh, populist movement for its leader, Donald J. Trump, but also uh, of the camaraderie of the coming together and understanding the power. The reason this show exists, what we do on this show is to make sure that we give you access to the best information out there so that you can uh, use your agency, your human agency, both individually and then collectively. That's why we understand the show is not easy. We don't we don't chase the shiny toys. In this hour, we're going to have Alex DeGrasse talking about the uh, redistricting fights that he's kept you up to speed on the last couple of years, that you were absolutely the tip of the spear in making sure that we won the redistricting fights state by state. One of the central reasons that we won in 2022. Of course, the left understood this. This is why they've gone to court now and they're having some big court wins. And Alex is here to uh, to get you up to speed on everything that's going on. Caroline Wren's going to take it has a very sophisticated look of the populist movement in the least populist part of our government. That would be the United States Senate, uh, which is, as you know, over the last couple of days, Mitch McConnell has been very adamant that, hey, he supported the deal with Biden. He supported the 15 trillion dollars in spending over two years. He supported the trillions of dollars of deficits that was going to run up. And he says you can't get off that. Right. And so you see what you're up against, that the Biden regime uh, would not have been able to spend the 15 trillion dollars in budget authority they got basically approved by the Senate, but also the five trillion dollars in additional spending that they spent on these boondoggles, all approved by 19 senators, Republican senators in the uh, in the uh, in the Republican conference led by Mitch McConnell. So we'll get to all that. Before we get started, I want to get Crom Carmichael. Uh, By the way, Crom. To man the ramparts with the lion hearts, they have to be healthy hearts. I want to get in here and make sure everybody's got access to Salty. Tell us, one, why they, why should folks take it, and then where do they go to get the special offer? Steve, thanks, thanks so much for letting me be on your show. You are, uh, you are so valuable, and uh, I can't tell you how much I appreciate being on. I'm going to hold up our bottle of Salty here, thanks, and uh, Salty uh, in this bottle is 60 capsules. If you take two capsules a day, it'll do two things. One is should help you manage your cholesterol, uh, and uh, and it will also improve your cardiovascular system. And I encourage our our active ingredient in Salty is a 22% concentration of a molecule in fresh green tea called theoflavin, and theoflavin resides in fresh green tea at 1%. What we do is we have a proprietary extraction process. We take it up to 22%, and then we take that active ingredient and encapsulate it in soul tea with catagens and polyphenols in two small soft gels that if you take two a day, it will, as I said, help you with your cholesterol and help you with your cardiovascular system. And I encourage the posse to go to DuckDuckGo and just and just go in and search for health benefits of theoflavin. And what you'll see is a lot of health benefits, but that's in the 1% concentration in, in green tea we are 22 times that. And so it's a very, very powerful ingredient. 
and um, and so I would encourage people to do that. Now, um, if I were to hold this, I'm holding this up, but if I were to hold up a can of motor oil and tell you to put motor oil, change your motor oil in your car's engine uh, every 3,000 to 5,000 miles, you would know that that would be good advice because if you didn't do that, your car engine would foul up and it would break down uh, for lack of good motor oil. Well, salty is like motor oil in the sense that your heart is your body's engine, just like your car engine needs motor oil, your heart and your cardiovascular system uh, can benefit from salty. So that's that's why I encourage you to use it. I've been taking salty for 19 years. I recently had my 75th birthday and I take no prescription drugs. My cholesterol went down from 130 to 89. My blood pressure's in good shape. And, and I think that salty has benefited me over, over the past 20 years. And the way to get salty is to go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. And then if you use the code warroom at checkout, that's warroom at checkout, uh, you get a discount off of the first shipment of 50%. And then on an ongoing basis, we ship you a 90-day supply. Uh, and we, and we, so we ship you uh, 90 days worth, and we only charge you for 60. So you get an extra free bottle every 90 days right. if you're on the subscription plan, and we always pay the freight. And so, Steve, thanks so much for uh, letting me talk about Soul Tea, and God bless you, well, and God bless the posse. W- w- one time real quick, where do people go right now? I want everybody to immerse themselves on a Saturday morning in Soul Tea. Where do they go? They go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com, and that'll take you to the Soul Tea site. Use the code WARROOM at checkout, and that will give you the discount of 50% on your initial order. And then on an ongoing basis, as I said, our subscription is a wonderful deal. It's three bottles for the price of two. We ship you every 90 days, and we um, we charge your credit card, uh, and we pay the freight. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Thank you for coming on, taking time away on your Saturday to do it. Okay, we've been on a journey for the last couple of years with a guy named Alex DeGrasse on these on these congressional districts. Alex, tell us the fight over the last couple of years before we've got the current um, unfortunate situation. Tell us about the Warren Posse, the wins we had in the different states and, and coming into the 22 election. Where do we stand? Well, going into 2022, I think we had massive wins, mostly holding status quo, which was a win, as well as obviously moving the envelope, Florida, which the posse had a big role in. If you remember, Steve, uh, the Florida GOP wasn't making moves and we were uh, putting up the call number and thousands of uh, posse members were calling saying, hey, look, no games here. Everything's on the line, of course. So we made, you know, we picked up the seats we needed to pick up. We have the gavels. You know, without that, we wouldn't be investigating Joe Biden. We wouldn't have subpoena power. So let's take a step back and acknowledge that, of course. But there were huge wins states, you know, that is are now greatly endangered, Steve. I mean, I, I think I sent the article about Obama, which you and I had spoke about. Yeah. And I don't know if they could. Well, put well, that out. I, this is what I say. Here, here, hold on. They lost the House. You know, it, sure. it, you know, in New York and Ohio and Florida and Tennessee and Missouri. People got to realize these fights were tough fights, but it definitely led to or, or, or was a underlying 
foundational element in the win in 22 that's allowed us to get here with what we have. The left is yeah. not dumb. Mark Elias and these guys are very smart. They saw what happened and they immediately, first they listed Obama to make sure that they took it to the scale of, because he doesn't really get that engaged in many things, to let know that this was more than Eric Holder, or the more they were going to get, they got Obama, boom, as the head of this. Then they went, they're, they're going to the courts. Understanding they can't win these back at the state legislatures, correct me if I'm wrong, they went to the courts. And now it is a full court press because they've won a couple at lower, at, I guess, the lower courts. And now you have Alabama in play, Louisiana in play. I guess walk us through it. But it's all back in play because of our success in 22. These guys have basically taken money, gotten Obama involved, raised a ton of money and gone into the court system because they can't beat us in the legislatures. And by the way, I wanted to get in. Some of these legislatures are firing back on these guys. So walk us through where we are today and what their strategy is. So everything you said is exactly right, of course, Steve. So if we go state by state. We look at Wisconsin, which we've talked about. We lost that state Supreme Court race, which was a disaster. Um, and now we're paying a price. So now you've got a judge in that seat who has, you know, viciously attacked the current maps as gerrymandered, illegal, fraudulent. And so she's, you know, weighed in during her campaign on this matter, which is totally unethical. I think illegal, frankly, for a judge to have given positions on something that is now going in front of her bench. And so, yeah, state legislators in Wisconsin have rallied. Um, Scott Walker's been putting out the word as well. They're saying, look, at a minimum, she's herself from this seat, and they're looking at impeachment. And so that's over the news. I think I sent some stuff to Cameron. So that's playing out in the last two days. And it's interesting because the local news in Wisconsin is kind of covering that, but the national news uh, hasn't picked up on this big fight playing out over, you know, sort of her eligibility and ability to be able to preside over this case. Hang on. I want to I want to we're going to go to commercial break, but I want people to understand this is that because of this situation, there's not an impeachment movement in, in Wisconsin on this very topic. We're, at, we're going to take a short break. Alex is going to join us. We're going to go to Wisconsin, all the other states. You're going to find out about the firestorm that is engulfing the congressional districts in this big redistricting fight. We won the first time. we got to win it again. We're going to show you how. Next in the war room. You are over, we're taking down the CCP. I am the last person on earth to nag you about your diet. I think you can see I don't always make the healthiest food choices either. But I will share that the Mayo Clinic says if you want to help prevent heart disease, lower blood pressure and cholesterol, eat five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. I don't. And you probably won't. That's why I take Field of Greens every morning. Unlike the others, each fruit and each vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected by doctors to support your vital organs like heart, lungs, kidneys, and immune system. Flu season is here, and I trust Field of Greens to help me stay healthy. Field of Greens works fast. You feel better with more energy, and you'll notice your skin, hair, and nails will look healthier too. If you don't always eat right and exercise, join me and take Field of Greens. 
Now, let me get you started with 15% off your first order. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com. More energy. You'll look better. You'll feel better. And you'll get what the Mayo Clinic says is what you need in fruits and vegetables every day. Fieldofgreens.com. Code Bannon. Take agency. Do it today. Action, action, action. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, Alex, we know in Wisconsin there's already a fight that came out of this vote, you know, this, this win by the progressives to get the, uh, the chief justice in. Now there's a whole fight to impeach her. Walk us through, how's that going to impact Wisconsin and then walk us through the other states? So if they move out, move after the maps and we could lose one or two seats, you know, at least one, which would be detrimental, of course. And so that's why when you start adding this up, it gets very tight when you look at the majority being as slim as it is. And that's obviously what they're going for. So in Wisconsin, kudos to the Republicans. They're digging in. I think this is going to play out and get really nasty. So it's important that the posse reach out to their state reps, let them know that we you know, support their efforts, of course, to fight tooth and nail to hold the line on this effort. Of course, you have New York, which is in the news. That's going to be heard in November. This is the big one. I mean, there's three to four states of seats at play here, depending on how far they're able to gerrymander it. I mean, this thing here, if you take a step back in New York, all of these judges on the Court of Appeals, which is our Supreme Court in New York, they've all been appointed by Democrats. The head one was a Cuomo Democrat, at one point a former Republican. She was the chief judge. They pretty much blackmailed her, Steve. This really hasn't been reported. The Dems went after her. Their stories started coming out on ethics issues and other problems she had. She steps down. They put a judge in there who's a total crony, and now they're relitigating a case which has already been litigated. And so this is like unprecedented. I mean, it's ruthless. You have to give it to them, of course. So now we're looking at how this is going to go down, three to four seats on the line. What we're hoping is we can delay this case pick up seats in the state Senate. So if New York posse, state Senate, just as important as these congressional seats, and we can move the numbers there, we can hold the line, and we can delay this case through the election. That's three to four seats on the line. In Florida, they've challenged a lower court judge has ruled that they're looking at uh, the VRA issues on um, African-American proportional votes. And so this is now being allowed to be heard through the process. So that's going to happen. And We'll see if that plays out. V, hold on, hold on. V, hang on, hang on. V, I just want VRA means Voting Rights Act, and the Voting Rights yeah. Act is uh, is is in many of these uh, different uh, litigations. Correct? Yeah, that's right, Steve. So they're looking at that, and I I don't believe they have a case. Other people don't. But look, this is the League of Women. They've got a conglomeration of liberal groups. It's not just Mark Elias. I mean, they've got. I mean, he's running it, of course, but they've got the whole apparatus. I mean, the League of Women, I mean, the whole thing is crazy. So Florida, we're looking at one seat there, possibly more. Georgia, a Georgia federal judge asked the two parties in an ongoing voter rights um, act case to provide briefings and the case is going to move forward. So there's the potential for Georgia as well, which is in play. Um, Last year, the federal judge did allow Georgia's current map to be used in the midterm, but it was 
limited time to withdraw ahead of the election. So I think that that's in play as well. Of course, Louisiana, you had the ongoing case in the Fifth Circuit, um, which they're moving forward and looking at another map. North Carolina is a bright spot for Republicans where, you know, we did win the state Supreme Court. We, we flipped that and uh, we're looking at, you know, the map there, which is huge. So we could pick up two, three seats uh, there, which is huge. So that that's critical. And that is moving forward. And we understand that that's going well. Ohio, we just held the line. They just had a challenge. Uh, another example where we did win that state Senate case. Um, and their Dems are making case. We just won it yesterday and it's kind of going back and forth, but that has the ability to pick up two or three there. So you've got five pickups for Republicans kind of across that. And then just what we've talked about, we could be at loss of seven Democrat and we got to keep going here, unfortunately. So you got Alabama, which we spoke about. Republicans had looked at a map that they thought was fair. We think it was fair. Um, the judge there actually just took control away from the state legislators, which is somewhat unprecedented, is drawing a map themselves and moving it up to the Supreme Court. So that's going to continue to play out. Could lose one seat there, possibly, or get another competitive seat. And now you've got South Carolina hearing a case. Um, which is not on the VRA, but it's on the 14th and 15th Amendment, sort of an interesting case that Mark Elias has been, I believe, involved in. A similar ruling as Alabama that they're looking at, similar take. So this thing is spreading and blowing up. I mean, the majority right there is obviously at play, Steve, and, and it's wild that they're able to do this in a courtroom, of course. Before, 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 I just want to pull the camera back just for the audience to think about over the weekend. Obviously, this thing went from Ohio and New York, where we were having these huge fights last year with you in Wisconsin. There seems to be there's a shift in strategy they focused on, which people kind of felt were locks, the South. You know, you've got you've got Florida, you've got Alabama, Louisiana. Um, what what's what's going on here? Is is the Voting Rights Act and the state legislatures come up with these districts? Is this are they saying consistently that you you're you're racist and you've drawn these? So that you're trying to deminimize the black vote is is that's what they're is that what they're accusing of the state legislatures are doing? Yeah, for the most part in these southern states, absolutely. They're you know arguing based off numbers that there should possibly be another African American majority seat. Um, you know, is it majority? Is it plurality? I mean, there's a lot of different ways to look at it, and so that's kind of where the fight is in Alabama, Louisiana, will be in Georgia, Florida, same thing there. Um, they want, you know, what's called the VRA. So, you know, having an African-American majority seat or, you know, competitive seat of that nature. So that's kind of where it goes down. That's one of the angles they've taken. That's not We're, the case in New York, Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. New York, Ohio, North different. Uh, where do people go? Because we got to get everybody back in, in mindset here because they're going to look to take the majority without even voting. And this is what's got to be fought. Where do people go? What's the best place to go to follow you to get more information on this so people can get get their sea legs under them again? Sure. Well, all my social media is great. I think in terms of New York, which is I'm at DeGrasse on Truth Getter Social, all of that, you know, in terms of New York, which is really that's the biggest margin there uh, in terms of like seats pro or gain go to gop battleground sorry gop battlegroundfund.com that's our new york effort that my boss has launched and that's i mean this is a knife fight in new york because the issues are so disastrous for them steve that 
I mean, this illegal immigration crisis in New York is blowing up. Like, I'm sure you've had folks on talking about that. It's out of control. The polling is disastrous. They're cooked unless they can, frankly, rig the election and steal the lines away from us. <laughs> exactly. Alex DeGrasse, thank you very much. Yes, it is blowing up. The sanctuary city didn't quite work out for Eric Adams. It's blowing up everywhere. But this is why they understand they got to they got to pull their tricks they either got to win in these these with these crooked judges or they got to steal the election. They, we understand that. Thank you, brother. Alex, fantastic report. Bye. The redistricting fight. Got a man up. Caroline Wren joins us. By the way, I want to thank the team at Jace Medical for being one of our sponsors here. JaceMedical.com. Go check it out. Remember, the Chinese Communist Party has essentially... 80% of the generic drug manufacturing in the world. The other 20%, I think, is in India or it's countries essentially in, uh, in Asia or South Asia or Southeast Asia. Of course, the Chinese Communist Party has 100% control of active pharmaceutical ingredients, 100%. So even if they're manufacturing someplace else, they have the control. Don't allow that to affect your health. Go to jacemedical.com. Find out how you can work around around the Chinese Communist Party. Make sure you have the drugs that you need when you need them. Okay, go check it out today, jacemedical.com. Caroline Wren, um, the Senate, you know, the Senate's here passing these appropriations bill. They're Biden's partner. We're fighting in the House. They have this big conference meeting on Tuesday with McCarthy. But the Senate is literally out of control. They are an active partner of the radical Democrats. And the reason is Mitch McConnell leadership that just goes along and doesn't mind spending this money. They have no solution to the spending crisis here. One of the ways to offset that is to have some throwdowns in these Senate races. Get it up. Get us up to speed. Is there going to be some fight? Are there going to be some real MAGA uh, candidates to have a shot to win uh, in some of these races, ma'am? I think so. And we need to be watching all these and fighting right now. It's a very good year for us in 2024. Um, so, right, you know, there's 33 Senate seats that are up and only 10 Republican seats that are up. And the only ones that are even semi-competitive, I guess, would be Texas with Ted Cruz and Rick Scott in Florida, although I think they'll both be fine. So what we have is some primaries are taking place right now that have really, to me, been quite alarming. I do feel like the establishment and a lot of these Republican establishment senators are trying to line up a field of candidates that are just would be, you know, their dream in a some sort of 2008, 2012 world of a Republican um, party. And we are living in a totally different time and we all need to be paying attention. So there are three states that are up with uh, Democrat incumbents where Trump won those states in 16 and in 20. And those are West Virginia, Ohio, Montana. Those are our best pickup op uh, options in the Senate. In West Virginia, you know, Manchin has not said if he's going to run again yet or not. There's been some talk of him actually running on the no labels ticket for president. And there's two candidates. It's the governor, Jim Justice, and Alex Mooney, who's a House Freedom Caucus member. They're both in the primary. I think they're both pretty good. I don't have strong feelings one way or the other. I lean a little bit towards Justice, mainly because I know he was a friend of Donald Trump's. He also was a donor to Donald Trump. Uh, but we're going to see that primary play out. In Ohio, you have Sherrod Brown. This is a state that we absolutely should pick up. You have a never, never Trumper in Matt Dolan, who's running. He's a self-funder, trust fund baby. His family owns the Cleveland Indians. He has already come out and said he'd never endorsed Donald Trump. And then you have the Secretary of State, LaRose, who I have some mixed feelings on. You have Bernie Moreno there, who is probably my favorite. Harry Lake has endorsed him. J.D. Vance has endorsed him. Trump hasn't endorsed, but he's put out some good truth socials. Uh, so Bernie's got some work to do there, I think. But that would probably be the top uh, recruiting person that we hope to win in that primary. Then you get to Montana. 
That's the third state. Montana, to me, is one of the most dangerous right now. There's only one candidate. This is against John Tester, who, you know, is a uh, lock and step with Joe Biden. This is a state that Trump won by 30 more points. He will win it again. So the establishment has recruited this guy, Tim Sheehy. Tim Sheehy made all of his money off of military and government contracts. And so he is their, their darling pick. They've rolled out endorsements from the NRSC, from John Thune, from John Cornyn. I mean, all of these folks. And he, I mean, honestly, to say he's a neocon isn't fair. He makes Lindsey Graham look like a libertarian. And we have, and like on the Ukraine stuff, all of it. It is. Hang, hang on. Hang, hang on a second. You're going to stick with us uh, into the next. So there's 33 up, 23 Democrats, 10 Republicans. We got some pickups here, some MAGA potential pickups. And that would be critical in the Senate. We see what Coach Tuberville's been able to do a profile on courage. Caroline Wren, Mike Davis. You should choose an air purifier like your life depends on it, because it just might. More than 35,000 wildfires have devastated the U.S. this year. The toxins and particles in wildfire smoke can penetrate our lungs and threaten our health. That's why EnviroCleanse developed military-grade air purification for your home. And they just announced their biggest sale of the year. Save a massive 30% off during their Labor Day sale. EnviroCleanse is specifically designed to wipe out airborne chemicals and viruses known to cause illness, allergies, and difficulty breathing. Even toxic gases and particles found in wildfire smoke are no match for EnviroCleanse. That's why the Department of Defense chose EnviroCleanse to protect the air on board our Navy combatants. And EnviroCleanse comes with a free professional air quality monitor so you know your family's breathing purified air. Now's the time to save 30% off your air purification unit. Get the free air quality monitor and fast free shipping. That's a 250 bucks savings. Visit ekpure.com and use code Steve. That's ekpure.com, code Steve. Let me repeat, ekpure.com, code Steve. ekpure.com, code Steve. Take action, use your agency do it today. Get the benefits of the sale. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bann. Hey, I want to give a shout out. It is the last day of one of the people who have been absolutely critical of this show. You know, people people for years actually thought when I was screaming, Denver, will you get this up? I was actually talking about a person. No, I was talking about a, a, a place of mine. No, Denver, uh, our, our Real America Voice Central Command. For the whole network, the whole channel is out in Denver, Colorado. They've got other great studios with great teams in Palm Beach, D.C., New York City, all of it. Uh, but Denver is where it all comes out of. And our production team here at the War Room, whether we're at uh, the Breitbart Embassy or whether we're on the road, is always deeply connected. Amelia has been with us for many years. Amelia has just done an incredible job. And uh, remember, to, to do the Saturday show, people are coming in six days a week. I want to thank her. Today's her last day, her last day on the job. She's going to go travel and have some experiences that expand her as a person. Like working in the war room six days a week, couldn't do that. But Amelia, fantastic. Uh, really thank you and thank all the team out there in Denver. Couldn't do it without you. Caroline Wren, the great state of Montana. 
You've got Tester up there, who's a total BS artist. He, he tries to spin people up there. He's a, he's a rancher. He's a farmer. He's one of the most progressive left. He always votes with the left all the time. He tries to come out because on Veterans Affairs and others. And right now he's saying on the appropriations, he's saying, yes, we really got to work these through because the people need this. He is phony as a $3 bill. The problem is that the, the, uh, the apparatus wants, they want to crank out many John Thunes or Lindsey Graham. People that just are total globalist, want to give the country away. And, and they've got Sheehy, by the way, Navy SEAL, good guy, like Zinke. You've got some really solid Navy SEALs around. The pro- problem is they all vote. Uh, you know, they, they're all t- they, they all vote with the establishment all the time. And Sheehy's got a record. And like you said, he's so gung-ho in Ukraine. It's like it, I had uh, Julie Kelly on about Pence. They're like not dealing in the real world of the United States of America in her position in the world today. They're they're coming at they're they're it's kind of this Rebecca of Sunnybrook Farm, uh, you know, attitude. That is not MAGA right now. It's not America First. We're taking on the tough topics, the hard subjects, and making the hard calls. Uh, one, but my question for everybody's got one's Rosendale. We love me. We love us some Rosendale since he's the tip of the spear fighting in the House to stop the madness of Kevin McCarthy. Is Matt Rosendale going to get into the Senate race here, do you think? I'm praying that he does, because the Sheehy guy is completely unacceptable. He profits off of us, off of government and government contracts. That's why they want to march us into a, a land war with Russia. And he even said it. He said this is a quote from Tim Sheehy, that money is not enough. We need to send soldiers, planes, bombs and bullets to defend Ukraine. Like That's his worldview. And so we need Matt Rosendale to get in this race. I think he's going to do it. He's been saying that, you know, get, basically saying, like, I'm, I'm very uh, close to making an announcement. I'm very uh, 99% sure, I think, is something to be saying. But, you know, any encouragement folks at home could be sending his way, sending to your friends in Montana to encourage him to get in. We need, we need, we need a conservative leader like Matt Rosendale. And there's been some polling that's been released recently, too, showing Rosendale crushing Tester by as much as, I think, five points. And so I think both of them, both Sheehy or Rosendale, would win a general election. Yeah. But why would we not yeah. go with the more conservative member? This is the problem with the Republican Party. I'm the, I'm, I'm, and so I, I, I'm not so sure. Hang on. I'm not so sure she he would, because the libertarians have the liber, The reason Rosendale's yep. not in the Senate today is the libertarian vote drained it away from him last time. The libertarians, I think, won't run if Rosendale's the, the candidate. They have not made that commitment if she he is. So we could be in the same situation. So I don't, I don't think she he is far from a lock. Plus, I think folks in Montana go look at there and say, hey, this guy's just too big a neocon. I think he's got a very tough general election race, and he couldn't beat Rosendale in a primary anyway. The Intermountain West, we had right. Stags on uh, from uh, from uh, going against Mitt Romney, and he got Kerry Lake. Let's talk Mitt Romney first. My my thinking is that Mitt Romney may surprise us here and not even run. There's all kind of talk about he's interested in the no labels. This big biography is coming out of him in October. Uh, he says, I think a lot of very, I hear a lot of sharp things about Trump and Mitch McConnell. What are your thoughts about Romney running again? I, I think he actually is more leaning towards running right now. I think he wasn't going to, but I am, I've been laser focused on this race in Utah. And so I think it's better than 50 percent chance that he does actually run for reelection. And what's frustrating for me is that we spend all this time complaining about people like Mitt Romney. It's at right now. He is up for reelection. The primary is in, I think, six or seven months. 
And what are we all doing right now to stop Mitt Romney? We can complain, complain. We got to recruit a candidate, get him in, and then back him. Back him. And that, to me, is Trent Staggs. There was a couple others that we, I was looking at, too. The Attorney General, Sean Reyes, is wonderful. Um, and other, But they're, they're, it seems to me like they're going to take a pass. Trent is really proving himself right now. He's gotten Kerry Lakes going out there to campaign for him. He's gotten endorsements from um, Mark Levin, Charlie Kirk, uh, the Utah Fraternal Order of Police, Moms for America endorsed him yesterday. He is really putting in the work. I think, I think we all need to coalesce around him and we really need to be focused on this Utah Senate race. We cannot have Mitt Romney. And if Mitt doesn't run, he's hand recruited the Speaker of the Utah House, who is, you know, it was Romney was his mentor. That's who they'll replace him with. So they'll just replace him with another Mitt Romney. So it doesn't really matter. I mean, if Romney gets out, fine, there's still going to be a uniparty candidate in there. And Trent Staggs is the opposite of that. He has endorsed Donald Trump. He's an America first patriot. So please, everyone watch Utah. Uh, next is Arizona. Obviously, this one's important to me. Arizona's tricky. Uh, Ruben Gallego is running as a Democrat, and Kristen Sinema has actually moved and is running as an independent. So this is going to be a three-way race. I think it's going to be the most expensive race in the country. Carrie Lake has obviously said that she is seriously looking at it. I think that has accelerated even more recently. And just like when Carrie ran for governor in 2022, the people of Arizona recruited her to do that. They called on her to do that. Right now, I have never, ever, ever heard a, a louder sound of people recruiting and calling on Carrie Lake to step up and to be on the ballot again than right now. She obviously listens to those people. And so I think that she will be making a decision here in the next month on that. I'm very hopeful that she does get in. I think that she is the one who could win. And Blake Masters has been very upsetting. Actually, Blake is now floating his name out there in the Senate race, even though he knows very well that Kerry is very likely to run. And he's doing it because he has Ducey and some other establishment people in his ear telling him he can win. And there is not an ice cube's chance in hell that Blake Masters could beat Kerry Lake in a Republican primary. Frankly, nobody could. So I don't know what Blake Masters is doing. It's disappointing that he's even floating his name like this um, and, and listening to these establishment consultants. But uh, Arizona's one on everyone's radar. The big one right now, Stephen, you and I have been Mike, talking about Mike Michigan. Go ahead. Yeah, let's talk about Michigan. Mike Rogers. Yep. Mike Rogers has really been a scourge uh, of, right. of the biggest neo out of control neocon is now announced he's running for Senate. Tell me about Michigan. Debbie Stabenow is retiring. The likely Democrat candidate is a Congresswoman Alyssa Slotkin, who they always just, you know, hand handpick their people in. Mike Rogers, I, I cannot imagine a more dangerous candidate for Senate than Mike Rogers. And that includes Tim Sheehy. So Mike is a former FBI agent turned congressman, turned defense lobbyist and CNN commentator who supported every deep state operation in his tenure of like the unlawful warrantless mass spying on Americans to the implementation of the Patriot Act when he was in Congress, the continuation of the Iraq and Afghanistan wars. He is the literal epitome of the deep state. And he was chair of the House Intelligence Committee. If you remember this, he's the one who botched the Benghazi investigation. He's the one who pushed for the mass warrantless spying. He's the one who called for jailing Glenn Greenwald for publishing the Snowden documents. Like this, this guy, Mike Rogers, is just truly, I, I would rather have Peter Meyer in. People are saying Peter Meyer might get in. And, but the NRSC put out a statement saying we're so excited about Mike Rogers. He's got all these establishment DC consultants lining up behind him. So that is our dangerous number one. There are a couple of candidates looking to get in. I really like James Craig. He's the uh, former Detroit police chief. He ran for governor last time and got screwed over by some consultants with some, like, accessing the ballot with some fraud going on there. But I think he's going to get in. I think he is strong. He came out and endorsed Donald Trump last week in a, in a fabulous letter. Uh, there's a guy, Sandy Pensler, who I think is looking at it. But all I know is we all need to be never, never, never Mike Rogers. 
Uh, how do people uh, follow you to get more details on all this? Because these Senate races, uh, you're going to be very involved in a bunch of them. And we got to take the Senate, but we need to take them with MAGA candidates. How do we do that? Where do we go? Sure. If you have some more specific questions or want to donate to these folks, you can email me at CWREN5024 at ProtonMail.com. And you can follow me on Twitter at Caroline Wren, and that's Twitter and Gitter. Caroline Wren, thank you for taking uh, breaking out some time on Saturday. Walk us through this. The Senate, the domain of Mitch McConnell. In fact, we'll get you back on next week and talk about the future of Mitch McConnell. Okay. Mike. Mike Davis. Thanks, Caroline. Mike Davis joins us. Mike, there's been so much going on. I know you've been off for a couple of days. I want to start with um, Fonnie Willis, this front down there, particularly this back and forth she's had with uh, with um, with uh, uh, Jim Jordan. She brought a nine page, which is kind of barely. I'm not a lawyer, but the whole letter didn't make a lot of sense to me. Walk me through what's going on in the Fonnie Willis of it all. So Fulton County DA Fannie Willis is a Democrat partisan hack. She brought these racketeering charges against President Trump and 18 other co-defendants for the non-crime of objecting to a presidential election, which is allowed by the Electoral Count Act of 1887. Twisting arms politically is allowed by the First Amendment. Democrats objected to Republican wins in 1968, 2000, 2004. And 2020. So if, if it were a crime, they'd be in prison for that. Uh, the this goofball grand jury down in Fulton County even tried to indict U.S. senators for uh, for advocating for Trump during the uh, election and the post-election challenges. It's just it just shows the utter insanity of this. And Jim Jordan, to his great credit, like he did with uh, uh, Soros-funded Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg after Bragg's unprecedented indictment of a former president and a leading presidential candidate for you know the, not a non-crime up there, uh, Jim Jordan also fired off this letter to Fannie Willis demanding information about their election interference, uh, this and their their use of federal funds to interfere in the election and to engage in the political welfare. So Jim Jordan should be commended for this. I think uh, that Fannie Willis's response just shows what an utter buffoon she is, uh, just like Alvin Bragg, just like Jack Smith. This is obvious coordinated lawfare with the Biden Justice Department, obviously approved and greenlighted by President Biden himself, and they are uh, trying to take out President Trump because they fear they can't beat him on November 5th, 2024. And I strongly encourage Jim Jordan, and we need to support him on this, to ratchet this up significantly. We need to get subpoenas out, subpoenas for documents, subpoenas for staff depositions, subpoenas for public hearings. Bring in these partisan prosecutors. Bring in Alvin Bragg and Fannie Willis. Tish James, Jack Smith, Jay Bratz, the counselor to Jack Smith, who illegally uh, tried to intimidate Walt Nada's uh, attorney, Stanley Woodward, the co-defendant in Trump's Mar-a-Lago case, tried to threaten Stanley Woodward. He would lose his D.C. Superior Court judgeship opportunity if he didn't turn Walt Nada against President Trump. This is highly inappropriate. They need to bring in the Matthew Colangelo from Bragg's office, who got sent from the Biden Justice Department to resuscitate the zombie case in New York for the first 
criminal indictment of a former president ever. Bring in all of these partisan actors and show that this was this is a coordinated hit against President Trump. And the the big the big clue, the big tell on that is when Fannie Willis gave her uh, in a highly inappropriate. A press conference that the night of her indictment, when they rushed out the indictment, uh, uh, and they, the reporters asked her a bunch of questions. She seemed to answer every question asked of her, except whether she was coordinating with the Biden Justice Department. And th- that is clearly within Jim Jordan's uh, purview, his oversight, yeah. so I commend him. Hang on for one second. Short break. Mike Davis will return on the other side. Just watch and see It's all started Everything's begun And you are over Cause we're taking down The CCP Spread the word all through Hong Kong We will fight till they're all gone I will tell you who the unsung heroes Of the COVID pandemic are Of course the frontline workers But what about those business owners Who hung in there And paid their employees If you stayed open and paid your people, you could be eligible for up to $26,000 per employee at COVIDTaxRelief.org. That's $26,000 per employee. Now, this is not a loan. These are government funds that were set aside under President Trump, and you don't have to pay it back. Now, all types of business, including nonprofits and churches, can be eligible. But you need to apply now because Congress may pull these funds. Now, it's very specific about W-2s and what you had had to do to pay your employees, and that's why you need to go to the people at COVIDTaxRelief.com. They know all the technical aspects of this. Now, COVIDTaxRelief.org has helped, just in the war room, almost 1,400 businesses or not-for-profits, just like yours, and secured for our folks over $142 million of returns. Now, unlike the other operations out there that do this, COVIDTaxRelief.org, they charge nothing, zero up front. They do all the work and share a percentage of the cash that you get. Let me repeat, nothing up front. They do all the work and then share a percentage of money that you were to receive. You did the tough thing for your employees during one of the toughest times in this country's history. Now, let COVIDTaxRelief.org Help you get up to twenty six grand per employee. Visit covidtaxrelief.org. That's covidtaxrelief.org. Do it today. Use your agency. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bann. Okay, welcome back. Uh, brought to you by our sponsor, Jace Medical. Go to jacemedical.com right now. Uh, make sure that you are prepared for any emergency like what hit out in Maui. Of course, Dr. Sean Rollin was out there to help the folks. I want to thank him, the team at Jace Medical. JaceMedical.com. Go check it out right now. Uh, Mike, here's what I understand. The, the, yesterday it came out, they put out more details of the grand jury report. I think there was another 19 or 20, 21 people that the grand jury wanted to indict, including Kelly Loeffler, ran for the Senate, David Perdue, who, who ran for uh, governor, I was running for the Senate actually at that time, and, and Lindsey Graham for even being involved in going down there and talking about this. Does this show that the whole process was just out of control? Yes, it shows that the wheels have fallen off the clown car, and this is obvious election interference. This is obvious lawfare. It's obviously coordinated by the Biden 
uh, Justice Department, the Biden White House, President Biden himself. And this is why it's so critical. I just uh, published a Fox News opinion piece yesterday calling on House Republicans to use the appropriations process, use appropriation writers to cut off funding for this lawfare. No federal funds may be used to prosecute criminally or civilly any major presidential candidate on or, on or before November 5th, 2024. Any jurisdiction that prosecutes criminally or civilly any major presidential candidate on or, on or before November 5th, 2024 loses all federal funding. The key is let the American people, not these Democrat plaintiffs, attorneys, prosecutors, judges, and juries in these Democrat hell holes like D.C., New York, and Atlanta decide the next election. We also need to cut off federal funding for uh, gender-affirming care, race-based discrimination, including affirmative action, anyone who employs illegal immigrants, anyone who allows them to vote, anyone who refuses to cooperate with federal immigration enforcement, anyone who censors political viewpoints, has COVID mandates without a specific and new legislative uh, authorization through a state, if they cut funding for for cops, uh, if they if they have if they don't clean up homeless camps, we need to take control of America and take it back from the Marxist left, and we need to do it through the House of Representatives cutting off federal funding to these Democrat hellholes and these Democrat policies. Yeah. The, the the timing of your piece was magnificent because the conference is going to meet on Tuesday night. Would you recommend? To the folks in the, the the 70 that voted against the bill last time, would you recommend that they force the hand of Biden? If you just picked one, if you had to pick one to, to defund these prosecutions against presidential candidates and others associated with this in, in this budget, would you say that this is worth forcing Biden to shut down his government over and have a national conversation about that? There is no question that this lawfare against President Trump is republic ending. These are republic ending tactics. This will not end with President Trump. He is in their way. They're going after pro-life Christians praying outside of abortion clinics and putting them in prison. They're going after parents, sending the FBI after parents showing up at school board meetings to harass parents who are outraged by gender chaos in schools. This is not ending with President Trump. These are republic ending tactics. We saw this uh, when, you know, Caesar crossed the, the Rubicon into Gaul or from, from Gaul into Rome because of the political lawfare against him, that led to the, the fall of the Roman Republic. We are going down a dangerous path when we are prosecuting our political enemies on bogus charges. And so, yes, we should absolutely shut down the government. If, if Democrats who waited 30 months to bring these bogus charges against Trump to interfere in the election, if they can't wait until after November 5th, 2024, to pursue their, their criminal and civil prosecutions against Trump, we need to shut down the damn government because we're going to lose our country anyway. Mike, where do people go to get this article? Where do they go to get uh, find out more about Article 3 and also to follow your always interesting, sometimes spicy social media, <laughs> sir? So article3project.org, article3project.org. The Fox News piece is posted on there. You can donate there. We are gearing up uh, at article3project, at article3project on Getter, Twitter, Truth. And my personal, when I'm not too spicy, it's at M-R-D-D-M-I-A, M-R-D-D-M-I-A. Thank you very much, Steve. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. By the way, go. I want everybody to go get or sign up for our email Totally free. I want everybody to go 
uh, sign up uh, and get, download uh, the uh, podcast and give a review. We need those reviews. So go listen, take the podcast. If you watch the show live, give us a review. Make sure you spread the, pos- uh, the uh, podcast out to all your friends and associates. Also, make them welcome here to the show. Get them in a live chat. Uh, get the email. we got so much more content coming out a couple of times a day on the emails we put up. All free. Go to birchgold.com slash Bannon. All free. The end of the dollar empire. i got another installment coming out hopefully next week. Working on it right now, so make sure you get it all. we got a lot of activity over the weekend. Get us on Getter. Follow us on Getter. you got the whole team up there. you got Mo Bannon. you got Grace Chong. Uh, myself. I'll be putting up a lot of stuff. We will be back here 10 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time Monday morning. It's going to be an on-fire weekend, so stick around. Uh, Make sure you follow us. And with Johnny Cash, these are my people. A hat tip to you, the deplorables. We'll see you back here on Monday in the world. In brotherhood we're heirs of a creed to live by. A creed that proclaims that by loved one's blood stains, this is my land, and these are my people, these are my people. They were born on and lived by the land, these are my people. And their cities were raised by hard-working hands. And their faces do tell that they're holding on well to this their land. Yes, these are my people. These are my people. These are the ones who will reach for the stars. These are my people By the light of the earth You can tell they are ours A new step to take And a new day will break For this my land Yes, these are my people These are my people Veterans, you know, we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that. Because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed 
by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical, that's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. 